0: America, do yourself a favor and watch what's going on over here in Afghanistan. Why we do some shit over here in the United States of America? Slight of hand is that what it is? This is on real reality. <laughs> Welcome to On Real Reality for Monday, August 23rd, 2021. What's going on? How are you doing? Sleight of hand. Yeah, I think that this administration is a bunch of fucking magicians. Well, they're a bunch of morons too, if you want me to, my honest opinion. Joe Biden. Okay, has pulled out of Afghanistan. That's ass. Ass, it's a, he's an ass. That's a lot of ass going around. He's pulled out of Afghanistan. Um, I personally think it's a good idea. It was. I mean, Trump wanted to pull out of this war. The 20-year war. We didn't deserve... We didn't need to be there that long. But, there's a lot of criticism right now going on with him. And... I understand why he pulled out way too fast. It, 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 it just doesn't make sense how quick he did it, you know. Um, and it's gonna it, it's gonna kick him in the ass. It's gonna actually come around and, and bite him, which it's already doing. It really is. Um, it's <laughs> it's amazing. This guy is still. Liked it really is by people. Like I can't believe there are still people out there that approve of this guy. They really do. The thing is, there's people that still approve of him, but his approval ratings are dropping drastically. They are. Um, a poll conducted as of August 14th through 17th and released Sunday found that 49% approve of Biden's job performance, while 48 disapprove. Other polls this week also found Biden's approval rating slipping. CBS, 50%. uh, Ipsos, 46%. And YouGov, 44%. An ABC poll in April found 53% of Americans approved of Biden's job performance. So he has dropped drastically. When you consider, I mean, okay, you look at it like this. You had 53%, you're down to 49% or 48% or 46%. You don't look at it as a lot, but when you're considering 350 million people okay let's say let, let's just say 50 million or 100 million are not of the age to give an approval out of 250 million people 49% only approve only half less than half now it was more than half that's a lot of fucking people man that's a lot of fucking people who disapprove with this guy um you know his perceived handling of the COVID nineteen pandemic, uh long one of his strongest his strongest marks, appears largely behind the dip. The poll found that fifty three percent of Americans approve of Biden's handling of the pandemic, a sixteen point drop from April. It comes as COVID nineteen Delta variant has spread rapidly, weeks after it appeared the pandemic was getting under control. Yes. Joe Biden said to you people, "If you get the vaccine, you can take off your mask and you can live a normal life." Yeah, well, he lied to you people because we are heading back to mask mandates. We're heading back to mandates. We're heading back to lockdowns eventually. Me drink some water here. I don't have coffee. Um. I'm already kind of a little jittery so I don't need no coffee. Anyway, we're heading back to these mandates. We're heading back to lockdowns eventually. I mean, right now we're in August and we're getting spikes in a flu-like virus. A flu a flu a flu-like pandemic. We're getting we're getting spikes in it and we're in the depths depth heat of summer. Where these types of viruses don't usually spread around, don't usually spike. We're getting spikes. People are getting sick. And I know people who've gotten sick recently. So it's not that it's a fake thing. It's a real thing. I get it. What scares me is that if it's spiking now, God forbid, when flu season actually shows the fuck up, you know, you're talking uh, November, December, January, when people are walking outside and getting sick, and then all of a sudden it's COVID-19, you're sick, you're in bed, you're in the hospital, whatever. Now we're in in, in, in the depths of it. This guy claimed that we had it under control and this new variant jumped and came about. He pushed for the vaccine. And listen, I got to say this. All right. I'm not totally 100% against Biden and what he has done. Okay. I'll give him props on the fact that he continued to push the vaccine to get it out to the American people who actually wanted it in their arm. I Give him that. I do, I really do, I give them that. I am not for, i sorry, I'm getting right now fucking stupid uh, phone calls. I, I fucking hate when this fucking phone does this shit. Um, I know you can hear it in the background, and it's, uh... hey, I'm back, sorry. I, I wanted to put that on pause because I really didn't want to, to I hate that. It, it's Again, I do this on the whim, I don't edit it. I, I, I do it from a little office. It's, a, it's Echo either. It's not a soundproof room. It, but it sounds okay, and it does the job. And hey, people, if people want to hear me and listen to me, they, they deal with it. Anyway, so, you know, you got the new variants coming out. You, you got the vaccine. I give him that. I give him that he pushed the vaccine and got it out to the people who actually want it in their arm. I said this in the last episode or a couple back, whenever I might have said it. Um, I'm not happy... With them trying to actually push this on you, like, it it, it, it shouldn't be forced. It forced medication is scary. Now, I know people are going to go, well, you know, the polio for, for, or smallpox, I get that. I mean, that fucking killed people like this. And then you get people that go, well, this is such a deadly virus and it's killing people. And what are we going to do? Just allow it to kill everybody? Hello? Hmm hello um the great influenza 1918 killed a hundred million more people than this virus did in its first year it took forever for it to get kind of under control yet it still kills to almost this well it did up to this day but now everything's COVID. so this virus isn't going to go anywhere. It's going to kill people. It's going to continue each year to kill people. It's not going to wipe out the earth. There's already people out there who have gotten sick. They're asymptomatic. They're not getting the vaccine. They don't want to anyway. They might be forced. And yes, people, forced vaccinations will happen. And I know people are going to go, what are they going to do, tie me the fuck down and and stick the, the needle in my arm? No. They're going to take away the things that you love or that you need every day. You need to get gas. You need to get to work. You need to make money. You need to make money in order to go to the supermarket to buy food. So that way it nourishes yourself. When you start to starve, when you have no money coming in, you have no income, you have nothing, people do desperate things. It's either somebody's going to freak the fuck out and walk into supermarkets with guns and force them to give food, or you're just going to go get a needle in your arm, and then you're going to be able to show your ID, which is scary as fuck, because that's face-to-facts, people. This all happened during Nazi Germany. Show your ID. Fear is what gets people to comply. Fear is what starts every single communism-type regime deal. Socialism ends up in communism. Communism is pushing fear into the people. When people are afraid, they listen and they comply. And that's exactly what the American people are doing right now. We are listening and we're complying. We are too fucking lazy to get off our asses and fight back right now. I posted a fucking meme on my sites now. I do have an Instagram. I do have a Facebook uh UnrealPodcast101 at gmail.com. Or well, that's my Unreal Podcast101 at gmail.com is my email. You can contact me and talk me through that. You can also look us up on Instagram and Facebook. I believe one is Unreal Reality Podcast101, which is on Instagram, and then I think it's like Unreal Podcast 101 on Facebook. Something like that. Just look it up. You'll find it. You'll see it. Uh, I'll even throw hashtags and things that I put, so that way you'll find me easier. And you can listen to me, and you can agree, or you can disagree. It's, it's the greatest thing about the Constitution and the First Amendment is that you have the right to talk and speak your mind in this country. That's a great thing, and people take advantage of that every—they so take it for granted, I should say. A lot of people take it for—a gr- lot of people take advantage of it, we know that. A lot of people take it for granted. Uh, So, so Biden, um, so with this, all right, I posted it on there that you got the sleight of hand thing going. Joe Biden is saying, or or the administration, they they pulled the the troops out of Afghanistan, Afghanistan, pulled our troops all of a sudden, just yanked them from Afghanistan. And all the while, the media is pushing the shit out of it, showing you this, there's so many different people with their different opinions on why and what's going on and i personally think that with what is happening here the news sources are showing so much of it it's a sleight of hand deal like i said in in the intro look over here why we do this over here you're going to pay so much attention to afghanistan and the taliban that you're not going to pay attention to what's going on with COVID over here so when they come back to you and they hit you with, oh, we're, we're going back into a lockdown or now you have to show ID to get into here. You're going to go, well, what, when did this happen? When we signed this order while you were paying attention to Afghanistan and the Taliban. That's how it works with these fucking scary fucking sneaky motherfuckers in, in politics. Politicians need term limits. We need to get them the fuck out of there. And we need to put new ideology and new ideas in there every couple of years can't have the same people with the same fucking ideology in there forever all right but anyway so getting back to afghanistan it really happened he pulled our troops out but he did it quickly too fast to actually now there's so much criticism on joe biden joe biden keeps fucking up he keeps screwing up and i and i'm having such a hard time trying i want to get behind my president's the, the people who run my country, I want to get behind them somewhat. I want to see good in them. Now, like I said in, in past things, I, I'm behind Joe in a few things. I just said it here with the push of the vaccine, getting it out there to the people who actually want it. I don't agree with them forcing it into your arm. And I also agree on his infrastructure plan of fix. I mean, let's face the facts, people. Our country is from sea to, si- sea to shining sea, and from Canada to fucking Mexico. There's a lot of roads, a lot of bridges, a lot of gas lines, a lot of fucking sewage lines, and global warming or climate change is a real fucking thing happening right now. It's real. The Greta Thunberg chick, is as young as she is, She's a, I don't want her as the face of it. I want somebody who actually can give me the actual facts of what's going on, but she's She's right with some things. Now, of course, not with how do we change it? Oh, we get rid of airplanes. We did this, that. We get rid of fucking, you know, gas cars. No, like she seems to think that putting an electric car on the road is going to change things. Getting rid of a jet plane fuel is going to get there. No, you're talking about jet planes. Is like a four or five percent addition to. What's going on? Four or five percent. Cars actually are way more destructive to our atmosphere than jets are. What's really destructive, and yeah, people were right, are are the gases that come from actual these animals gas <laughs> from them farting. It's it's as funny as it sounds, these thing these, these animals chew the grass. Of all these chemicals and shit that we have put into the ground over years after years after years, and then they fart, and then that's like gases that are actually very toxic. Um, I don't think that's the biggest thing on why, but yes, automobiles, things and like then. But you hear them say, I'm getting offhand, uh, off track a little bit here, but you hear them say that electric cars are the way. No, it's not. Batteries don't last forever. they got to be disposed of. The car's got to be plugged in. The only way to get fucking energy is from a, a plant that runs off coal. Let's face the facts. It, it's... They're, they're not. Uh, we're not thinking the right way. I mean, they're thinking, trying to, but they're not just not going in the right direction. Let's do some real research on it and let's find figure out a way that we can make a difference. Alright, so I agree with them on that. We need to fix things. Bridges don't last forever. Roads don't last forever. Gas lines, so on and so forth. Um... We need to fix all these things, otherwise we're going to be at sixth Creek. We're going to have real disasters here as climate change changes. I mean, we've had tornadoes already F three in the Northeast. We have wildfires out of control in California. We have massive flooding and shit in the Midwest. It's it's crazy and it's happening, and it is all part of global warming. It absolutely is a, a change in the, the, the temperature over years. It, I don't think that. I mean, it's already happened in my lifetime, CNF3 tornadoes and shit where I live, which is odd, but I don't think that, like, the end of the world is going to come in my lifetime or my kid's lifetime. I think it's going to be another couple hundred years before we kill ourselves by not changing the way we live, Um, if we don't kill ourselves with nuclear war or something of that nature first. Um, Where we went wrong with, all right, let's get back into Afghanistan. He. This is where he fucked up. Where we went wrong with Afghanistan. Uh, our, our loyalty. The values that we didn't impose on that country to help build it stronger. We didn't impose a good government, a good military, etc. And if we did, that country is also lazy and just didn't want to fight for themselves. They wanted the help from America. Now, I believe that we should have stayed there. Um, now... I get it. The 20-year war, you want to end it. I want to end it too, but you can't just pull out of there because you've seen what happened. The Taliban came in, they took over, and they they just – it's now their government. Like, and, and you got people like Joe Biden, which really fucking scares me, saying, like, let's see what the Taliban can do if they can – Make a government that works for them. No. They're a fucking terrorist organization. Their whole ideology. They hate the West for one. They want us fucking destroyed. So if you don't. If you think that. Like. I'm sorry. 9-11 really happened people. They took down our fucking buildings. They flew a plane into the Pentagon. And they killed fucking American citizens. While. while, uh, While. Destroying some of our economy. Taking down the World Trade Center. So on and so forth. It. It. They really hate us, and yet here we are. Let's give the Taliban a chance to be a real government. Come on, Joe Biden. You're fucked up in the head. There's something wrong with him, all right? So anyway, the values that, you know, we didn't impose on them, it, it's screwing it up. We didn't impose government, military, etc. You know, we didn't it, – it's a loyalty thing, you know? The problem is we aren't unified here. In this, own, in our own country, we aren't loyal to our own country. We are loyal to a tribe here. Think about it. Think about this. You think we're loyal to our own country, and there's a lot of people who sit there and go, "America, America, 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 America," but you're really loyal to a tribe. Whether you're the Trump or the Trump guy. You're loyal to Trump and his tribe. You're loyal to the Democrats and their tribe. You're loyal to the Republicans and their tribe. You're loyal to Joe Biden and his tribe. You're loyal, you're, you're, loyal to Black Lives Matter or you're loyal to the KKK. You're loyal to a tribe. You're not really loyal to one unit. During 9-11, when it happened, when we, we got fucking hit with the buildings, it didn't matter. Whether you were a Democrat or a Republican. Didn't matter whether you were black or white. Didn't matter what the fuck you were. Gay, straight. You came together unified as a country. Because you just got kicked in the balls. And you all felt bad for it. You all came to, 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 to its aid. To the country's aid. It was a great time. But over time we lost that. We started to allow... This the, the, this this Middle Eastern way of thinking where uh, we were all of a sudden apologizing to them. We have that Omar Broad now, a head there, that she's anti-Semitic and she hates the United States. She hates Jews. She hates all that shit. And yet she's a part of our government. It's fucking crazy. You got Joe Biden sitting here talking about how the Taliban... Let's see if they can make a a, a a loyal or a trusting government. How can you trust a terrorist organization? Being a country that has been attacked by them before. You can't. You can't put trust into them. So anyway, he goes in. He pulls out right off the bat. And he allows them to get the power. Taliban comes in and takes the power. All right. So, like I said, we're not loyal to each other as a country, we're loyal to our tribe each. And that's what we showed that way of Western thinking to Afghanistan. So they basically are not loyal to their country. They're more loyal to tribes. So people who want to live are going to basically side with the Taliban. And the rest of them are going to flee. Um, Doesn't matter what you are, you know. We're not unified ourselves, no matter how you look at it. How could we have fixed Afghanistan? Like, really, how could we actually have fixed it? Pulling out and jeopardizing our relationship with Middle East and our new, yes, new but old new dependence on foreign imports. Oil. Like, how could we have fixed it? We could have – this is how we, we – we, we couldn't have fixed Afghanistan We needed to kind of stay there to control Afghanistan. We have the strongest fucking government. We have the strongest government. We have the strongest military in the world. The United States does. But yet, we have become very weak. Even the United Kingdom, one of our allies, are, are upset at the fact that we're becoming a weaker nation. And it's scary that now you have... The Middle East, you have Afghanistan, who now the Taliban comes in and they get strong. We leave the weapons there that we, we just pull out. Because that's how war works. When, when you pull out of a war, people, the United States costs too much money to pack all these weapons up and ship them back. So they just leave them. And basically, we're arming our enemy. So we just armed the Taliban. If the Taliban, let's say Russia or China, decides to talk to the Taliban, which China already is. Um, because they still want to be able to import some oil from them. And China, of course, is China. They want to export their goods to to, to the Middle East. So they're already in cahoots talking. What if they got together as a fucking power against the United States, which could possibly happen? You have somebody like Joe Biden right now, who you have his son making art um, stick figure art, whatever the fuck he's making, and he's selling it for fifty to $500,000 a piece, you know, we're talking Picasso numbers, and he's selling them to some organization or somebody who's buying this up, but they won't tell you who, we know that it's across seas, um, all I can simply say is, I think it's some kind of money laundering thing with China, um, I think we're selling out, the United States is selling out to foreign entities, um, And we've become weaker. And they're using this pandemic against us in the the best way they possibly can. Like I said, when you pump fear into the people, they will start to listen. The next step for these people, after they lock us down and stuff again, is to come after your weapons. Here's a reason that the United States has never, ever, ever been actually... ...fought on this soil... ...except for against our own country. And I said this before... ...because we the people... ...are armed. We're heavily armed. We the people... Here's the kicker. You go to a fight... ...and in my area... ...I live in Philly. Now I'm a... Norm, ...I'm regularly a suburb kid... ...but I remember getting in fights... ...when I was younger. And you, you went to Philly... ...you fought a kid... ...and the kid that you fought in Philly... ...wasn't always the strongest... ...or toughest kid... And a lot of times, one-on-one, you know, I beat the shit out of the kid. But once I beat the shit out of the kid, the rest of the Philly kids would jump on and beat the shit out of me. The thing that Philly guys would always turn around and say, our strength isn't in our just individual people. Our strength has always been in our numbers. Well, that's how the United States works. Our strength is in our numbers. Even though we do have the strongest military, we also have every single citizen armed yes you go into afghanistan and yeah most you got little boys you got eight-year-old fucking boys with ak's thing is you don't have an eight-year-old girl with an ak you don't have a 45-year-old girl with an ak you don't have every single person in that country armed no only the people who support the ideology behind the terroristic taliban they're armed you go into china not every single person's armed no they have a very large country But not everybody's armed, just the military's armed. You go into Russia, same thing, okay? You go into smaller countries where they can't arm. You go into the UK, which is one of our allies, not armed, again, not an armed country. You go into Switzerland, small countries like that, yes, they're armed. Now, they do it a little differently than than we do, but they're heavily armed, okay? They're a country that can protect themselves, yet they also stay out of everybody else's business. They don't become the world police like the United States do. We go in, we fight a war, a 20-year war, which the war happened for a reason. We got fucking attacked, we attacked back, which is what should happen. I mean, let's face the facts. It happened, World War Two. Japan came across here, decided to fucking bomb Pearl Harbor. Boom, 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 the things. Okay, we went over there. You fuck with us, we fuck with you. We dropped the bomb. Boom. <laughs> They didn't give up right away. Ah, fuck you people. You ain't gonna do shit. We came across and dropped another bomb. Guess what? All of a sudden, little white flags came. We give up. Forget it. Good. You got the hint. And that's the thing with this country. We have become weaker under the Biden administration that I think that we would be the ones waving the white flags. All right. So, like I said, pulling out is jeopardizing our relationship in the middle east right now because now we have to deal with the taliban when it comes to anything that we have through them and that let's face the facts a a big thing for them is exportation of oil um but biden shut down our pipeline which took away our dependence on our own oil and i get a lot of people going well it was so dangerous you had a pipeline coming down and what if listen i get it what if it does spring a leak it's above ground and it's monitored you know, you'd fix it, and you'd continue on with life. Yet, you think that driving oil across the country in these tractor trailers, shooting them across the ocean, you know, dodging fucking uh, icebergs and shit, it, it, flying, whatever, is, is, is that safer? No. We had a dependence on oil. And then they would go, well, okay, I get that. What about, you know, I've seen that they were taking it and they were, Shipping it across seas. We were exporting it. Well, duh. Yeah. Let's Let's get independence on oil for ourselves. Keep our gas prices low, which is great. And whatever we have that we can afford to ship out, let's ship out and sell it and make some fucking money. Build our economy back up. We don't make anything anymore, people. We don't make TVs. We don't make toasters. We don't make anything. Until we can find a fucking way again to make a fucking 10 cent toaster that we can sell for 10 bucks. We ain't gonna do shit, and you ain't gonna find that because of the wages of union people and shit like that. In this country, people want to make money, yet we're so upside down with the way it is. And yeah, I hear people go, "Well, we need a fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage." No, you don't. You don't. What you need to do is you need to put like certain restrictions on how much things goods can be sold for. Okay, that's what has to be done. And then I know people will turn around like me. I'm I'm up for capitalism. People like me will, it will turn. You know, people, other people like me would turn around and be like, "Well, it's capitalism. If they can make the milk, they can sell for what they want." Now I think that look, you, you you you're a millionaire already. It doesn't matter. Let's let's give it to the people for a good price. Um, there's a part in the movie if you remember, and I like to quote movies. You know, I do. In the, in the movie Jurassic Park, where the blood-sucking lawyer goes, yeah, we can charge, you know, this is the greatest thing in the world. We can charge $10,000 a ticket and this and that. And, and the governor of the fucking Jurassic Park turns to him and goes, no. I want this to be able to be afforded for everybody should experience this. It shouldn't just be for the rich and elite. Well, he's right. Nothing really should be for the rich and elite. When that person got in trouble for taking that, um... I remember exactly what it was for. I think it was an EpiPen or something, and they and he put like a thousand dollar ticket on it. Like a thousand dollars each and people couldn't afford it. Like and they finally turned around and said no and they, they took him to court for that and he got in a lot of trouble because he cornered the market with it and then tried to just monopolize completely and totally on it. It's wrong. So I think that when it comes to goods that the people American people need, they need gas, they need milk, bread, things of that nature. That's the, the the I think that you can monopolize on the goods that people want, not their needs. I think when it comes to food, clothing, water. Now, clothing is not a monopoly if you look at it because you can still go to places like Old Navy and buy a pair of pants or this or that. I mean, you're just going to look like a, you, you, you know, you're wearing Bobos. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get it. You know what I mean? A pair, a, a pair of freaking Levi five hundred ones are fucking hundred bucks now or whatever they are, and you can get a pair of Lees for fucking twenty five. And They don't look as good, I get it, but you can still wear them. At least you're not freezing your ass off. You know what I mean? You're, you're clothed. But when it comes to food, you need food. You need clothing too, but you need food. You need gas to get to work so you can make money to buy your food, so on and so forth. Um, but when it comes to your wants, the things that you want in life, like that 55-inch TV to show status or that Mercedes-Benz, yeah, there's a reason a Mercedes-Benz is fucking seventy-five grand. Um... All right, so, but, you know, with this, with the importation Biden shut down that pipeline. And it was our dependence. And now we have to depend on importing it again. And yet we just hurt our relationship with Afghanistan, a Middle Eastern country, which could hurt our importing, could just make gas prices rise even more. And it might. P- keep an eye on that, people. Uh, big companies now buying large amounts of gold, I've noticed. Uh Is this like a great collapse thing because of everything that's going on right now in the country? It's scary. Um, I've I've seen on another site that big, big companies are buying up gold in record numbers. Is it because of the collapse of the dollar? The more Joe Biden signs these these stimulus packages and gives American money, you know, Americans free money, here you go. It devalues the, the, the dollar majorly. Other countries say it and big corporations are starting to say it. So they're buying up. At first, everybody thought it was going to be cryptocurrency. But they were just going to suck up cryptocurrency and, and that people were going to get rich off of Bitcoin. Uh, well, Bitcoin is high, but rich off the Doge and that kind of shit. I even bought into the Doge thing. I don't own Bitcoin. But I, I bought into the Doge and it's not doing anything. It ain't going to fucking make me rich. I know that. Gold now, if you have gold. Melt it down if you got some gold chains you don't wear no more, you know, the shit that is a kid. And have little tiny bars of gold. It it could be worth something someday. I think that if the shit really hits the fan, even gold ain't gonna be worth shit. I think what's gonna be really worth the most is gonna be the food. You know, fuel, things that'll keep you alive. Um <laughs> It's fucked up. Um but getting back to our Afghanistan thing. Um you know Biden made a quote on th- the way of pulling this out. And he quoted on Tricky Dick, on Nixon, doing it during the Vietnam War. And he did. He pulled out completely from the Vietnam War and just said, fuck it to everybody else there. The thing is, what's going to happen to the people that you just they, – they depended on you. The Afghan people – the, the good people, the, the citizens of Afghanistan, the ones that were actually depending upon you know, the UK, the United States and all to help protect them, to help build – now, I get it. We're not the world police. We're not the world – that's a problem we do have, and I said this in the last episode. We go in there, we destroy the fucking place, and then we rebuild the place. I don't think we we should do that. Now, helping... That's a moneymaker. Let's face the facts. Everybody's got their little hands in that cookie jar of rebuilding so on and so forth. Sending over our products. Maybe that's why our wood's so much fucking money. Anyway, I don't... I think we need to stop that kind of bullshit. Because other countries don't go in. They don't fly in, destroy something, and then go rebuild it. You know? We didn't do it during fucking Hiroshima or Nagasaki. We didn't rebuild them. We blew them the fuck up. You build your fucking selves. And they got the fucking hit. Now... The funky... Did I say Funky... (laughs) The fucking hit. They got the fucking hit. That, don't fuck with us. Now we're, we're kind of good with Japan. <sighs> Alright, so, pulling out completely from war and leaving the people, non-American people, to fend for themselves. To, to just... It, it's, it's kind of a shitty way of doing it, you know? Solving the world problems is not the U.S.'s problem. That's basically what Joe Biden has said. And he's right. I give him the props on that. Fox News quoted, though, that after pulling out of Afghanistan, the amount of refugees because of our open border policies could cause um, massive floods of refugees in the United States. Now, I don't agree on this point because this is not like America... Mexico. They're not just going to pour over a border. They need to get here. Whether it's flying, however they have to get here, they have to get here. Now, could there be a spike in refugees? Of course there could be some. I don't think it's going to be by the thousands or millions. It could be a spike in it because of this. So, after all this, I was watching a show earlier today. Um, a John Oliver show on HBO, if anybody's watched him. Um, a Brit. He's a Brit. And uh, it's called Last Week with John Oliver. Uh, the show called him selfish, Biden selfish, uh, along with Biden, uh, Yeah, HBO's yeah, show called him selfish, along with Joe Biden to only think of America by itself. He did call him selfish. Come on, buddy. It, it's not selfish to think that we should help our country. It, it is. But we already put ourselves... Into this country for 20 years. We do got to get out of it. But we got out of it way too fast. Where now we gave power to an organization that hates us. If that makes it scary. Okay. We should have pulled out slowly and left some military personnel and so on and so forth to keep the peace there. But we didn't. We didn't. Um, This guy's a Brit. Now, when this guy says you're selfish and, and he talks about... With Biden, and, and then he talked about them, you know, he talked about Fox News and, and their quotes on the flooding of these people. And he's he's like, well, you know, you should open arm, you know, Joe Biden's open arm policies with the borders and in, 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 in coming into there. Okay, yeah, I get what you're saying, buddy, but you're a fucking Brit. You're a Brit, dude. Let's be honest here. You think the UK op- is going to openly welcome their fucking – open with open arms? Come on in. Thousands to millions of Afghan refugees into the UK. Now, there – yeah. The, 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 them refugees can actually beeline it right to the UK pretty much. They're going to have to take a short little fucking ride over, you know, that little straight in between. And then flood into the UK. Do you think that the the, the queen, oh, yes, please, come into our country, open arms. Get the fuck out of here, dude. I hate people that do that. He acts like he's an American, yet he's a fucking Brit. You're a Brit, dude. You're not American, okay? Whether you live here, maybe you're a citizen of here, too. That's great. But let's ask ask yourself the question, look in the mirror, and think that would your actual country, UK, do that? open with open arms on all these refugees after yanking the fuck out of there. The reason he is opening his mouth and he's saying this, because the UK thought that Biden and yanking out that fast was a dumb idea. I get it. Yeah, I get that. They it was. Like I said to you earlier, the UK is actually scared now because the West is weaker. It's a weaker fucking situation in the West than it was. We have made ourselves weak. We've made ourselves weak with this fucking virus and allowing the Biden administration to take over the way of thinking, to scare us with it, to put fear into the American people, to say you gotta do this or you can't do that. And that's what's happening. And people are being they're scared of it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little like, first of all, I know it's real. I know this this virus is real. I've watched people get sick. I've I've talked to a friend just recently. I told you that that guy got sick. And I have family who are you know, they're going through things, so they are more susceptible to getting it. So I I'm up in the I'm up in the air with it. Like my I I don't know what to do, whether to get the vaccine. But then the vaccine don't work anyway. It's, you know, you got to get the booster shot, too. And then when this new variant comes out, uh, you got the Delta right now. When the beta one comes out from England, you're going to need the booster shot for that. So I think that each year, I think we're going to have to get another shot, another shot. And this thing can get stronger and stronger and stronger. And, yeah, this could turn into a polio or thing situation. But if it's going to, it's going to. You're not going to stop it. You're not just going to, it's not going to go away. And if it just goes away, people, like let's say within a year or two years, it goes away. It's another bird flu situation. Okay. It's another situation where you were fucking played by your own people, your own government. The only thing is that I'm saying that people are getting sick and deafening sick and like, oh my God, I just hope that this wasn't actually unleashed on the American people for a reason. Now, whether it was China that unleashed it. On the American people, like let's face the facts. I said this before in other podcasts that China is the type of country that would kill ten thousand of their people in order to kill thousand of ours. They're kind of like North Korea. They're kind of like the Taliban. They 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 love to destroy America, and make America weak, and if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. So did China just engineer this thing to be stronger in a lab and then unleash it on the American people to kill? Was our own government involved in this for some sort of population control? I mean, you hear it from these powerful elites like fucking um, Bill Gates and people of that talking about how we need population control. Then all of a sudden he's involved in it and involved in a vaccine. Like it doesn't make sense. Things you got to question, you definitely have to question. This guy is a powerful, rich elite. He is one. Who can make a lot of money with the money he already has. During the the lockdowns and the pandemic and everything that happened when we were dead. Who were the ones who were the most powerful? I said this in past fucking podcasts. Jeff Bezos has become so fucking powerful. It's unreal. The guys building spaceships that look like a dick. They fly up into space. Take you. That Richard Bronson guy same thing, Virgin Airlines, he did the same thing, Elon Musk, same thing, rich, powerful elites are making so much money off the American people, it's unreal, Elon Musk has battery powered cars where people think that with global fucking warming or 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 climate change that that's the way to go now is the, the battery powered cars, the ones that drive by themselves gives it more luxury to it, Um. so Elon Musk makes a lot of money you got Jeff Bezos if you can if you shut down every mom and pop little store and all you can do is go to the big stores i mean walmart made some money from this and targets but who made the most bezos and amazon because the american people were scared to go out so they ordered the, the stuff to come to them it, it it's a change it's definitely a change in the industrial revolution this is the new industrial revolution this is the new Electronic, computer revolution. It, it's what. It, it's weird, but that's what it's become. Um, and they're using. Our own government is using this pandemic. For themselves to to make themselves even stronger than they already are, we've get. I said it before. We've given this government way too much fucking power, and we're still continuing to. When they come after our guns, is going to be the real test on whether we can survive as a country or we can't. Um, Vaccination cards, Philly now is using festivals and concerts to push IDs. Um, It's a slow process, but they're going to want identification cards for your vaccinations eventually. Or you won't be able to eat. You won't be able to go buy gas and go to work. You won't be able to do things. So they're eventually going to get you to get this thing stuck in your arm. Why do they want to force this into your arm so much? They sit there and they try to feed it into you that it's going to stop this virus. The virus isn't going anywhere, people. And if you're scared of the vaccination, then do some fucking research on it. Like I said, the only reason I might get it in my arm is because I have people I love that I don't want to get sick and get them sick. So I'm thinking if this can help me from getting sick and not getting them sick, that's why I'll do it. But I have young kids who are girls I don't want to get. I don't want them to get it. I think it's a – I I personally, personally, I know it sounds deep. I know it goes far into the conspiracy theory bullshit. But I honestly think there is some sort of population control mechanism behind all this. Some kind to where we kill off what we can of the weak the strong stay alive and the powerful they make money. You get rid of the ones you get rid of the ones who don't think the way you think by shutting them up off of social media sites by by, by by taking away their voice. Then eventually the strong strong you take away their guns. Then you have total control. Think about that again, man. I can only say it to you one more time. You put fear into the American people, okay? You take away the strongest voice, okay? You take away the strongest guns. Before you know it, you have one party running a whole damn show. I get a lot of people who sit there and say, oh yeah, it's the, the Republicans. They want one party, one this, one that, you know? But then you get, you can't have one fucking party. And I've said it way back when there's 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 other podcasts out there there's a podcast out there that i can't exactly i think it's called conspiracy theories and one of the the podcast on there is all about the new world order please listen to it because it actually explains a lot to what might possibly be happening right now at a faster pace than it's ever been The a new world order is a real thing there are people out there who want to control and be one One new world order to control the whole world. Powerful elites, whether it's kings and princes of fucking countries, third world countries, whether it's freaking dictators from North Korea or China or Russia, whether it's the president of the United States in, 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 in the U.S., the prime ministers of England or prime minister of Canada, so on and so forth, or rich, powerful elites like Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos... The Rockefellers, these people want to have one strong, great government to where money can be made for the rich elite, the poor will no longer exist, and the middle class will be poor. Poor or just in line? In line. I mean, they've talked about it before that you won't own anything. You'll all be in these pod type apartments and you'll basically be sheep. The rich and elite will be the sheep herder. You'll live like ants. You have the worker ants. You'll have the the elite ants. That's the utopia that these kind of people want. This country doesn't work that way. We're free to do what we want. Free to make the amount of money we want. If it's taken away from us, we are in a shit storm of a life. We are. The, the, life will not be the way it was as we have lived it. And and you know what's fucked up about it is our children already don't realize it. They don't realize it. Kids today don't care as long as they have the technology in their hand. They don't care whether they get a fucking shot in their arm. They don't care whether they have the freedom to go kayaking in the creek, go walk up and down the trails. They don't care if they don't have freedom. They don't care if they're, they're, they're looked upon every single day. They don't care if they have freedoms. They can't read and write cursive writing anymore because schools don't teach it. Schools don't want to teach your kids American history anymore. They'll teach you the world history, but they won't teach you American history. They want to totally eliminate history in America to the point where basically history starts today or yesterday, but not 35, 40 years ago, not 150 years ago. Slavery would be no more. Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. It wasn't wasn't him. He was a slave owner, by the way. This is what they tell these, these kids, you know, and then you get teachers, you get teachers who put their ideology into it and teach their, your kids, their, uh, (laughs) ooh, excuse me, (laughs) like I said, unedited, I don't even know where the fuck that came from, I didn't even eat today, um, I guess coffee, I had a coffee earlier, um, but anyway, and I'm drinking water, I guess I can burp up water, excuse me though, um. Yeah, they don't teach your kids how to read or write cursive. They don't teach history. They don't teach none of this anymore. They want your kids to be puppets. And teachers want to feed their left-wing ideology into your kids' heads, which is scary as shit. I think at this point, man, it, it's time to, if you have children and you are a true American, to teach your kids what you what you can about American history, about About what happened when we became a nation. What we were fleeing. Teach the kids about slavery and what really happened. Where they came from. Who had them. Let them make their own choices on whether these people are bad or good. Teach your kids how to shoot a gun. Teach your kids how to read and write cursive writing. Do yourself a favor. It will help them in the future. Teach them regular math, no more of this Common Core bullshit. Teach them it. Parents, take your kids by the hand if you believe in your country and the United States of America, into the Constitution of the United States of America, and sit them down and show them the Bill of Rights. Show them the Constitution. Show them what they have the right to do with their own selves. For the rest of their lives. Because of great men. Who knew that they didn't want to live under the fucking rule of one queen. Or one king. They didn't want to live under religious persecution. They didn't want to live under these things. So they they, they made a nation. And they all took an oath. And they all sweared. Even Joe Biden took a fucking oath. To uphold the Constitution of the United States. He did. And he's spitting on it. Stomping on it. That's what he's doing right now. He is not upholding the Constitution of the United States of America. None of these politicians are right now. They don't give a flying shit about you or America. They give a shit about their own wallets, their own power. That's what they care about. As long as they're able to live out their fucking lives and their family's lives, the rest of their lives, rich, wealthy, and their lives free you know free for me but not for thee that's what they look at they pulled it with the fucking lockdowns they pulled it with everything you wear masks but i don't have to fucking obama just did it at his fucking birthday party what was he, he just turned 60 yeah his 60th oh we're going to have a fucking party with hundreds of people here and we're not going to wear masks and we're going to and then they're not going to call it a super spreader event that's that's weird Because anywhere else, there would be a super spreader event. Again. Okay? You can't go to church, but you can go march on the streets for Black Lives Matter. We can do things that will divide the country. That's okay. But anything that unifies people, it's not okay. Because our government doesn't want us unified. The scariest thing to our government is a unified America. 9-11 unified us it made us one didn't matter whether you're black white gray brown orange blue jewish whatever didn't matter what the fuck you are christian jewish fucking muslim whatever the fuck you were back then if you were an american citizen and that hatred from another country to your country totally woke up the american people and they became unified they were one they went and cleaned up together they held hands they 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 had held vigils They knew that something wasn't right. And as America, we need to be strong and stand up for our rights. We're a free country. we were not going to be stepped on. Donald Trump wasn't a bad fucking guy. I don't care what anybody says. Okay. He was just like Reagan. He was just like fucking JFK. He saw a dirty swamp that needed to be cleaned the fuck out. And what happened is the government got scared. The government pushed it upon the media To say these things, to do these things, push it upon social media, say these things, do these things. Get him the fuck out of there. Because he's a threat to the United States government. Not to the United States people. A threat to the United States government. That's what he was. Did Donald Trump have a bad demeanor? Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah, grabbing women by the pussy and all. But as a president of the United States getting the fucking job done pre-COVID... I don't think anybody could have did a good job during COVID. I think when COVID came, everybody would have had a hard time figuring it out. But he did a great fucking job pre-COVID. People were spending money. People were buying money. The the problem was that our government didn't like that. They didn't like it. They had to get him out. That's what they had to do. And they brainwashed the people who are anti-Trump to think that he was the problem. When right in front of you... Right under your fucking noses. This organization's the problem. The corrupt government that we have allowed all these years to get stronger and stronger and stronger has gotten to the point where we have a hard time now controlling them. Stand up, people, for yourselves. Stand up. Teach your kids about the Constitution of the United States of America. Teach them that this is a great place to live as long as you're free. As long as you're able to carry that weapon on you. As long as you're able to protect yourself, your family, and the people around you. If we were attacked tomorrow on our soil, I own weapons. I would go out and fight for my family, for my country tomorrow if all of a sudden we had paratroopers from North Korea, China, the movie Red Dawn, the new one. That was North Korea, I believe, and something else flew to fucking here. China, maybe North Korea, dropped in here and tried to take over. America's youth stood up like Red Dawn, just like in the, in, the, in the original one, you know, Wolverines, and they fought back. I would do it in a New York minute. How many people can actually say that? I'd love to hear from you. Unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. Email me. Tell me how you feel. Put this out to your friends. Let your friends know about my podcast because that's the only way that I'm going to get any bigger and more people are going to hear my voice. I want to get it out there. I want more people to do podcasts and get the word out there to the American people to say that we are no longer going to take the bullshit of our own government, corrupting us, making us this socialistic, communist country that they're trying to do. We're free. You can be what you want to be in today's world. You can be gay, lesbian. You can be white, black. You can be a boy, girl, whatever the fuck you want to be. Cause because of the greatness of the Constitution of the United States. And let that fucking sink into your head. So people, do me a favor. Listen to my show. Put it out to your friends. Tell your friends. Let them know about the show. Start your own podcast. Start telling people on, on what you feel. The ideology should be on your side. How you think. Give them the information and let them make their own minds up. That's the greatness. America, we are great. We're a great country. Why? Because we are able to be free to do these things. To speak our mind, to live our lives, to protect ourselves. It's great. We're not the greatest country in the world, but we are a great country. And we could be even greater if we all just get unified again and become one. I just don't want to see a tragedy like 9-11 do that again. I want to see people just unify. The scariest thing to our government is for a black guy and a white guy to fist bump each other and go... You aren't any better than me. I'm not knowing better than you. And we are going to fight against them together. Side by side. Shoulder to shoulder. You're not going to walk ahead of me. I'm not going to walk ahead of you. You're not going to walk behind me. Vice versa. We're going to fight together. We're going to get through this. People, again, unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. I'm all over Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Look me up. See me. Listen to me. Put it out to your friends. Like me. Seriously. Do it up, man. People, be American, be free, be safe. Till next time, people, peace.